0: Hi, everyone. Hi. How are you? Are you asking When are you asking me? I'm asking you. I'm, I'm alright. Are you crank pants
1: today?
0: Uh, a little bit, I guess. I woke up early and I already screwed several things up. And that's the worst. Well,
1: I mean, you're only human when
0: things happen. Yeah, but when it's the first thing you do, on a new, in a new day, on a new day, it's a new day.
1: Screw up making me coffee this morning, which I
0: appreciate No, but I had to, and that added to my attitude for sure. It did? Yeah, because I was just out here trying to do stuff, and then I hear, coffee, (gasps) coffee.
1: Yeah, but we had so much fun joking around this morning.
0: Yeah, I mean, you have fun joking, for sure. That doesn't mean work doesn't have to be done.
1: All right. Speaking of work, you guys, we're part of a thing called Patreon. Yeah. Patreon.com is a virtual tipping and rewards website mm-hmm. where you give us a little bit of your hard-earned money. Yeah. And we m- make jokes and talk and hang out. And-
0: yeah, and you keep the show going, not on like a PBS or a busking situation. Let's say we're up in the Catskill Mountains and with our microphones and on a ski lodge. And you were like, those two uh, almost homeless people can you use some cocoa. And then you flip us. Some cocoa, I guess. That's what's happening here on Patreon.com backslash Mike Falzone. You guys contribute to the show, and we thank you so much for it, and we thank you with our words like the, in the form of a shout-out like this.
1: Um, we've got uh, ND3Batman.
0: Oh, this guy again.
1: Daniel Rynoshek. Anthony P- Rael. Yeah. Matthew Palka. There go. Felicia hey, Uh Megan Hanlon. Han- Hanlon. Hanlon?
0: Hanlon. Hanlon. Uh, uh, Megan Hanlon... Heard um, business, business, <laughs>
1: uh, Joseph Palka, Ben Van Holsen, Ben Van Holsen, Scott Berkelman's, uh, Jim Scarborough. I don't know if I said that right. That's Josie right. Ramos. Isn't Joseph- Scarborough
0: like a town in New York?
1: Scarsdale,
0: Scott's, yeah, go ahead, Josie Ramos, uh, <laughs>
1: Josie Ramos, Ashley Wood, Isaac Morris, William Coquille, Coquille, yeah,
0: Cocaine,
1: no. Uh yeah. Aletta Neal. Uh Don Buer. <laughs> uh Katie Lee G. Samma Jones. Yeah. Jake O'Rear. Mm-hmm. Alejandro Bajaras.
0: Nice, nice try.
1: Thank you. Uh Alex Enchado. And en- yeah. Ian you gotta Carney. give it
0: some flavor. Enchado.
1: Encharo. Enchando. It's enchando. Enchando. Yeah.
0: That's a strong name.
1: Yeah. Uh, Ian Carney, Lucy Burgess, Mm. Luis Hernandez, Sarah Mm. Finley, and Brad Cover.
0: Cover your ears because I hear it.
1: You guys, thanks so much.
0: Thank you so much for your contributions to the show. And now on with the show.
1: On with the show. We're going home soon.
0: We are going home soon. I I feel like every other episode we're going home because we put out two episodes a month. (laughs) And uh, no, this is our second consecutive week. As long as I get it up today somehow. We will. But um, yeah, man, we're going home. I feel like this is maybe the least interesting thing we talk about consistently. Hey, we're going home. What could that possibly mean? Well, we're going to see our family. That'll make us feel nice.
1: It does make me feel nice. It makes (laughs) me feel like it gives me a chance to recharge. I've been down lately. Same. And I feel like um, I feel like for for the most part, I'm I'm able to get myself out of that rut, and I feel like I haven't been able to do that lately. Mm -hmm. And I was like talking to Elliot about it uh, the other night, and you know, I was like, uh, I said to him you know, sometimes I feel like I don't really have the right to be down when my mom was a single parent, five kids mm-hmm. and like did all of this stuff. And he's like, that's not fair.
0: Yeah. It doesn't mean you don't, you, you're not living her life. Right. You're leaving your own, you got your own trials and tribulations nations and your own life.
1: hmm. Yeah. yeah. So, I, you know, like it just, it, I was just, you know, talking to him about all that stuff and you know it it made me feel better um but going home there's something about when you live far away from your family and there's something about going home and there's like a comfort of it you know mm-hmm. and um i'm excited i'm excited to like love up on my grandma and like hang out with her and like just
0: yeah yeah
1: i thought that home.
0: sentence was keep was going to keep going
1: i i mean i was going to keep going but then i was like that could get really weird Why? When people are like, love up on your grandma.
0: Oh, no, don't worry about what they think. That's the (laughs) last, when you're talking (laughs) off the cuff on a podcast, the last thing you gotta think about is what the audience would think. No,
1: but yeah, I'll like go and garden with her, I'll hang out with her outside, Mm -hmm. you know. Yeah. It'll be so much fun.
0: I've been trying not to, uh, I'm also very excited to go home, and uh, I'm also very excited to be out of here for a while. I'm a little sad that I'm missing two potential not potential, just shows that I would have had here. Uh, on the 17th, we're still going to do the Friends and Friends show on Fairfax um, in Los Angeles, even though I won't be here. My friend Grandison's going to run it and host it. And then Delman and Elliot and I think Steve Zaragoza is going to do it. Awesome. Me and Pinchoff, uh, Sebastian, and Darren Capozzi.
1: They're all very, very funny boys. Everybody's and girls. funny girls.
0: And, uh, And they will be doing that show um, while I'm in Connecticut. And also fucking Delman has his improv show. Uh, Definitely not Star Search in the lab of the world famous improv. It's such a
1: that's such a good show, too.
0: Yeah. And I'm sad that I'm not going to be there for any. of that. But that being said, um, when I come home, I'm going to have a show at the Nyack Village Theater on June 16th. And that's a Friday and it's already sold out. So we're going to, I think we've added a second show. Um, So keep checking the internet for that. It's probably, these are probably going to be my only two shows on the East Coast. I tried to hit up some places in Connecticut and it didn't work. Um, And I just want, the show sold out. There's only like 50 seats. Yeah. So like most of my family isn't coming or I don't think any of my family is coming. So uh, thank you all for buying the tickets, but you took seats away from my father. So, So uh, no, just kidding. kidding. (laughs) (laughs) I wonder if there was anyone thinking that when they pressed confirm, when they when they bought their ticket. Screw Mike's dad. I hope I'm taking a seat away from Mike's dad. That's Um, funny. No, but I think we're adding a late show, so uh, that should be fun. Um, I had something else. I don't remember, man. I I feel like I'm trying to do better, like budgeting my time. When I go home, I've already had a bunch of friends ask me to go to I'm we're at the age where our successful friends are buying houses, you know, right. our <laughs> friends who have like had real person jobs since we graduated college are all uh, looking for places to put their kids. So they have uh, they have houses now and all of them are inviting me to their houses and I want to see them. In theory, but I also want to spend as much time as possible with my family and with your family. Right. So it's, it's so fucking hard. I feel like
1: an asshole. You, you know. Can't. Here's you here's know what, what happens. It is, this is what ends up happening. Is I try to get all of my friends in one spot one day. Uh huh. If you guys all want to see me, hey John, hey. we're going
0: to the mall. Meet at Wetzel's Press.
1: Yeah, like, but it's like it's crazy because it's it's so hard. Like you know, last time we were home, we all met at Coley's house. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I've got friends who are on maternity leave now. I've got friends that that will be able to come to my mom's like during the day and I can see them during the day. But the thing that's tricky with this trip is that we have family from Sweden coming in Uh like two days after we get So now
0: we have to go to Sweden.
1: So now we have to go to Sweden. Well,
0: doesn't that mean everyone's at your house.
1: Everyone's at my mom's, so they so go it's solved. Like, yeah, but it's hard to like have my friends come over and then have all of our family plus whatever family they have that are close by.
0: Right. Well, you, you have know? a you have a friend day, yeah, and you have a family day, right? And that leaves one day to maybe have fun and relax, and then we're back. <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> and that's another thing is like going home sometimes is stressful as far as you know, like trying to get everything in and trying to do whatever and
0: yeah, you know, that's the one thing that's real weird. Is that um, we know we're going to see everybody and it is going to be recharging and refreshing and like all that good stuff. But you also know that there's going to be. a stressful situation, which is weird because no one we're visiting wants us to feel like that. Right. But uh, it happens anyway. Right. But that's I guess well, that's the price we pay because you know we're the ones who moved, so we
1: deserve to. Be, no, I'm sorry. No. <laughs> eat shit every I mean, once in a while. I'm excited <laughs> that you know we'll get to see like the bulk of our family. I'm really excited that your parents, because my niece is having. I'm sorry.
0: You got talking into the uh, microphone first. My niece is podcast. having
1: a graduation party. Uh huh. So, my God. <laughs> Mike's gonna get beat. I was gonna say pissed. Pissed on? Yeah. <laughs> Mike's gonna get nice and pissed on pissed. After this. Real pissed. Yeah. Um, the good thing is that my my niece is having a graduation party, so most of our family will be there. Your knees are? My niece. Congratulations and, to Zoya's knees. And uh, and your parents are gonna be there too, so that'll be so much fun.
0: <laughs> yeah. It is. Excuse me. What happened? Then? I had like a little weird throat goblin.
1: Yeah, me and Steve call them throat goblins. Wait, <laughs> hey, wait, wait, wait. Yeah, it's One like of those. gives you like a weird like bubble. Yep. in your throat. It's not a-, a burp, but it's not a vomit. I, I don't know. A bobble. A- I don't know. You
0: can't just give up. You got to fight
1: through a it. goblin,
0: a bobble. There it
1: is again. Did you hear it?
0: No, no. I think you're the only person. We're gonna have another microphone on your throat from now on.
1: I'm just gonna leave. I'm just gonna leave it right. <laughs> My jugular.
0: Uh no man, I'm really excited about going home. Not excited about the travel at all. I fucking hate airplanes and I hate airports and I hate being around strangers. I I did the um, I did the intimidation test the other day mm-hmm. with our friend Mark at Delman's wedding. Oh, uh, Lee and Delman got married. Lee Newton and Delman. It was beautiful. It was beautiful. It, was it a, really was. They got married at their aunt's house. And their aunt, I guess, is a fucking botanist
1: or something like that. Yeah, and she's lived in this house since the 60s. It I think the they got married coolest, there as well. Yeah, so Delman's parents got married there, and she and her husband got married there. Awesome. And she, it was like the coolest, most beautiful. You felt like you were in a jungle. Yeah, it's basically
0: know? a house in the middle of a garden. And the house is, like, totally enveloped by this garden. Mm -hmm. And if you walk around with Delman's aunt, she could tell you, like, what every little thing is. We didn't. I made up names for a lot of the plants.
1: But she also had, like, little seating areas, like, in through. Like, she had, like, little pathways. And it was just so well-kept. And, like, yeah, it was beautiful.
0: No, it's a beautiful place. Yeah. Uh, But you did the
1: imitation. Yeah. Imitation the intimidation. Imita- of
0: Delman. Hey, everybody. Hey, guys. Welcome it's Dowman. You guys, thanks great, so much great, for joining great. us.
1: Uh, I love Lee. What was I saying? The intimidation test. Oh, oh, oh,
0: I was talking to Mark, and I was basically like, Mark, if you saw, if I stood like this and I had just like regular pissed off face, arms folded, visible tattoos, I'm like, would you, as a stranger, talk to me in an airport? He's like, oh, no. For no reason would I talk to you in an airport. And I was like, great. Then that's what I'm going for. Yeah. And I'll be doing that face from the second we get to LAX to the second whoever picks us up at the uh, New York.
1: Yeah. It's either my mom or my brother.
0: So I don't want to sit next to anybody. I don't want to hear anybody's mouth. I don't want to smell anyone's hot, hot mouth breath. I don't wanna touch anyone's elbows. I don't wanna wait in line with anyone. What if you're sitting next to me, though? I obviously will be sitting next to you. But because of the nature of space and I'll airplanes. i you have the window seat. No, well, first of all, you always steal the window seat. So no, both, I'm not. So no, we know that's not true.
1: That's not true.
0: I can't sit in the middle because my arms are too strong and bulbous. <sighs> and my muscles overflow. And usually they have to call the flight attendant to uh, check these bags, if, if you know what I'm saying. Wow. And I have very <laughs> big muscles. And so I don't like when strangers touch them for free. And they're uh-huh, always doing uh-huh. that on planes. Because they didn't
1: get invited to the gun show. Yeah. Mm. And then I
0: have to like babysit you because you'll put your rancid feet in someone's mouth. No, I haven't
1: done that. Okay. And I've never done that except (laughs) to you. You're a liar. I've never put my feet in someone's mouth unless it was you. That's the funny podcast
0: uh, over exaggerated version of what you do in real life. That's the cartoon version. Go ahead and talk about what you do in real life. You tell the story
1: enough
0: oh i think i messed up i messed uh, up see mike's fucking shit up i that was my own fault i went for the mic swipe Great. and I, I pulled my headphones right
1: you can't be trusted with anything i know that headphones. was
0: a mistake that i made and I have to live with for the rest mm-hmm. of my time
1: so th- we have like these little like mic covers and
0: a every pop once
1: filter. in a while uh-huh. and i don't know if steve does steve use these ones or no no um these are just sitting in a cabinet yeah, but every once in a while there's like a beard hair stuck in it. And well, it, that's because you're using my microphone. And it, and it like pokes me in the chin. Okay. Well, how do you think area? I feel? I got these
0: poking out of my chin at all times. Yeah. I don't know how you kiss me, and I appreciate it.
1: Yeah, you're welcome.
0: I'll say that. Yeah. Kissing me must be like kissing this microphone no. at all times. Enough. Enough. I wish you could see what was going on. Yeah. There. Um, is that it? Is that the end <clears throat> of that? Uh, oh, you were talking about sometimes you put your feet in people's mouths. I, I
1: was, I don't do that. Okay. Okay. That's fine. Sometimes I'll put my foot up like on the armrest, but like on my side. I don't ever like dip it through, you know? You've dipped it through. Yeah, I have in the past, okay? And I've learned my lesson. <laughs> 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 have you had people do that to you? Yeah. Do you get fucking pissed? Well, I kind of give like the, the weird like awkward, arm move. Yeah. But I, it's not like I've ever done that on purpose. It's like you know, put it up there, and I'm like slowly falling asleep, and like it goes in. You know, yeah. like, like that I understand. Mm-hmm. But like on purpose, like oh, let me just put my whole leg. Yeah. Up in your shit.
0: Well, that's what. Regardless of if somebody in the front sees a foot come through, mm-hmm. they're gonna. That's what they think we're. They're not. Oh, maybe they fell asleep. They yeah, will never ever give you the benefit of the no, doubt. No, of course not. On a on a metal in a metal tube where everyone's that close.
1: But typically, you feel yourself like <clears throat> you feel yourself do that. Uh huh. And like you wake up. Yeah, you and would you think automatically correct it.
0: Yeah, great. I'm just yeah. happy you don't do it anymore because it lessens the chance of me getting punched in the face on an on an airplane. And that's we my don't favorite fly thing United, or what was it? What?
1: Well, I said, we don't fly United, but what airline was that with the whole like craziness? Oh, was it United? yeah, but
0: that guy didn't put his foot on a plane. He was just a passenger.
1: I know, but I'm just saying like, there's no chance that you're getting punched on a plane. I don't know about that. Okay. You fucked the joke up. Okay. I fucked the Let's, joke up. Yes. You're, th- hey, listen, happy feet. I'm not the one who looked anything <laughs> up. I'm
0: merely recalling events.
1: I feel like we, we've touched base on everything. I went to San Diego this weekend, had fun with my sister. Uh-huh. Laundry. I did laundry for free, which was so exciting. Great. I know that doesn't seem like something that you should be so excited about. I mean, that's I mean, but when depending you have on your life situation. If coin you have, laundry?
0: Yeah. If you have mm-hmm. a, a washer dryer in your house and it's free. It's a luxury. And you're like, man, I can't wait to go somewhere else and do laundry for free. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. I miss having a washer dryer in my house. Yeah, me too. Because you can just fucking do it whenever and it yeah. never piles up. Yeah. If you have, I'll say this. If you have a washer dryer in your house and your lawn and it's free and your laundry is piling up, you're fucking up and you're living wrong. If you live with your parents and your la- and you have a washer dryer in the house and it's free, and you have a pile of laundry in your room. You're fucking
1: up. Do a load every other day.
0: Blow a load in there every day. <laughs> what? Was there something that happened?
1: You said blow a load No, I didn't. Day. Yes, you
0: did. All I'm saying is that if you're, you know. Let's move on. There are so let's, many things. Let's move on. You can it go just to got a, weird. a laundry mat. Ow. You slammed it into my mouth. Yeah. Like your foot on a plane. We have a... Uh, message here that I would like to ask your personal opinion of.
1: Okay. I'm listening. Zoe.
0: Uh, it's a relationship type message because as everybody knows, we're married, which makes us an expert on relationships. I don't know about that. I know. for a, We're basically doctors. I doubt it. Uh, I won't say this person's full name because that's not what you do. First name is Jake, though. Uh, no. And... uh Jake has a query. Okay. And uh, I believe he's a high school man. Okay. And that'll become very apparent pretty soon because I think he says that. Um, But I want to help him out because I was reading his question and I feel like if somebody told me certain advice when I was younger, I would waste a lot less time pining after people. Right. When I was in my high school Mm -hmm. age. My dating life was all fucked up in high school anyway. Because I, I, I think gave every, my time to somebody who didn't deserve it like everybody does in high
1: school. I think every single person has a fucked up dating thing. You're supposed to. throughout. Yeah, it's part of what molds you. But.
0: And if you're single the whole time and you don't have any dating situations, uh,
1: good. It happens later
0: in life. The- <laughs> yeah, you'll get into a fucked up relationship sooner than later. So okay, keep going. Jake say hey Mike could do with your help. What could you do with my help? You going to put it on a vision board? Mm -hmm. Jake say, so there's this girl that I've been friends with for about five years now, and we've grown to become really close. I have feelings for her. Uh, I had feelings for her probably the first time I had known her, but uh, those were not reciprocated, and I found a way to move past those and focus on cherishing cher- cherish the love he said friendship but then i was reminded of a song
1: yeah that was a good song
0: thank you so much i believe that was three women i think that was the name <laughs> the name of that band three women
1: no that was three
0: women name. running on a beach was that <laughs> the name of that band was that wilson phillips i think so did they sing cherish the yeah. love why was a band named wilson phillips why Why was a band maybe it was of three female name? singers named the name I think of one guy of them
1: were.
0: <laughs> hey let's go to the acoustic cafe and see wilson phillips oh who's that old man probably <laughs> nope three young lass okay as of late <coughs> excuse me as of late <laughs> we've been as close as ever with me even feeling as though she may be developing feelings for me Uh, After all this time, due to the increased flirting and general attitude towards me. Though, this is where the problem comes in. And we got a paragraph break here. (laughs) When it's just one-on-one, she is the amazing girl that I knew her to be. But when she gets around her friends, not only does she change and start acting more careless, inattentive, and rude, etc., etc., but she lets it influence her actions uh, towards me and people like myself, everyone named Jake. Uh, the moment she is with them, she basically acts as though I don't exist and completely undermines the relationship that we've developed. Keep in mind, we've been friends for a long time. She's known this group of friends. And it honestly just makes me feel like shit, but no matter how hard I try to talk to her, I get nothing and... I can't seem to cut her out of my life because she just means too much to me. Mm. An example of how confusing she is is that at school, she acts like she basically doesn't know me, and yet uh, we are going to our school formal slash prom together in like a week. Like, what? He says. I honestly don't know what to do, but I could use with some words of wisdom... Jake, thank you for your question, Jake. I'm sorry for your conundrum. I was not unlike you in high school. And then I think what happens is you stop. I think it's real easy. And Zoe, tell me if you agree or disagree, if you have your mm-hmm. own thoughts on this. It's real easy the younger you are to fixate on one person. Yeah. And I'm going to try real hard not to do that thing where it's just like, you're young, and then one day you won't be young, and then it'll be easier. Um the best lesson you can learn in this situation is just to not fixate on one person, especially when they're not reciprocating feelings. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right. Or reciprocating, even being nice. Right. That's kind of like all you have. mm, When you're a certain age, when you're, uh, I think from like teenage age, to like your twenty third birthday, mm-hmm. you're you want everyone to like you, mm-hmm. and so some people you figure you got in your back pocket and they'll like you no matter what. So you kind of treat them like whatever. Mm-hmm. And some people are like the group of friends or the girl or boy you want to aspire to have a relationship with. So you start changing yourself, and you know you just experiment with like things that are, are aren't totally you, and you start acting like you think this other. Group acts or what they accept, mm-hmm. you know, and then your other relationships take a hit for it because at the end of the day, you're not being yourself. You're just turning. You're being chameleon mouth.
1: Right. So what she's doing is it's easier to to be mean to you, Jake, um, than it is to be mean to someone else.
0: Well, you don't have to be mean to somebody. It's right. but you don't know how to be all inclusive when you're fucking
1: right when, when you're, you're high school person. Right. But then. You know, me being my spiteful, shitty-ass teenage self, mm. I would have probably done the same thing to that person that was doing it to me.
0: You would have put a cigarette out in their forehead.
1: <laughs> no, a, I m- think um, sometimes it's really hard to, like, remove yourself from that situation, you know? I say still go to prom with her, do whatever it is, but kind of fall back for the summer. Don't be so readily available to her.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um I know it's
0: too late now, but I would say go to the prom with somebody who you are probably doing that too. You know, I wonder uh, if there is yeah, anyone. Someone's in your life. always on the hook.
1: <laughs> you know what I am saying? True. <laughs> it's crazy because that that is true because there is typically always. I feel like there is always someone that's that's on someone else's hook. Yeah, man. You know. Yeah. Um, and it's a it's a matter of just letting them off the hook,
0: especially if you are any
1: year, dude.
0: Go to all high school dances by yourself. With a group of friends. That's something that you don't know until you're older. Yeah. But um, mostly it all goes back to like, do your best as you grow into a young adult to not want somebody who doesn't want you back because it's the least attractive characteristic somebody could have. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, especially if you were close and she's going to change the way she acts towards you. In, to- in totality yeah. when she's around other people. Is that the kind of person that you want? Yeah, you don't want a chameleon. No, but you can't see past that because you're fixated on this one person. You're probably putting bobby blinders up mm-hmm. and uh, you probably got horse blinders on your head and you're eating out of a bag right in front of your mouth. <laughs> like horses do. Yeah, Strapping on the old feed bag. Right. And uh, if that were me, it would be a bag of aged white cheddar popcorn. But we're not talking about <laughs> me right now, Jake. We're talking about you. So basically, I would say do this high school shit and then race run towards the summer where uh, where all your structure as a small man kind of falls apart. And you don't have to go to the same place from fucking 9 to 2 or 7 to 2 or whatever the fuck every day. You can kind of make your own schedule. Get a damn job. Yeah. Meet some other people and then uh open your eyes to the all the shit you're missing out on by being tunnel vision to this one person who really doesn't care about your friendship as much as you
1: care, care about, about your it, friendship. Yeah. It's always it always Kick sucks curbs. Yeah, it always sucks when uh when it's one sided, you yeah. know? And that's what this feels like. That's why stickers
0: suck. Fuck stickers. <laughs> because they're one sided. They show you what they want to show you and then the other side
1: you guys, it's adhesive. This has been a really great podcast
0: i had a great time i had a great time a little too. lull in the middle but really thank picked you. up steam by the end of this thank question. you very much <laughs> fuck stickers fuck stickers is basically well now we have a title mm-hmm. thank god yeah. no one's gonna know no one's gonna one click on this podcast because why
1: because <laughs> it's gonna be they'll click on it you would click on a sticker hating yeah fuck stickers what is this about i
0: hope this is at least an hour and a half long <laughs> I hate stickers. Talk about bumper stickers! Oh my god! If you, you guys, have a bumper sticker, you're an idiot. Thank you so much. So much.
1: <laughs> if you ruin your mother's car with a bumper sticker,
0: you're be idiot.
1: We're waiting on some uh, some merch for for the podcast. It's mostly um, stickers. <laughs> There's no stickers. Uh, we're just waiting to see how the everything turned out, and we will have that up for sale. Uh, Pretty soon, yeah,
0: pretty soon. We're uh, we're working on a store with Four Human Peoples, and as soon as we get some samples, we can take some pictures in those samples, and then uh, open up a store for you to finally, after fucking thirteen years, buy a um, welcome to our podcast T-shirt if you want. You guys, thanks so much for listening. Thanks so much for listening. Thank you, Zoya. Thank you, Michael, for being here and taking the time to sit next to me on this couch that we farted
1: together as love. You guys will talk to you soon. Love you. Love you.